Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony. hope that you all had a great week, that you're all being able to uh, wade through everything, have some discernment, and really kind of go in the right direction and uh, follow your path that God's had for you and ask Him for answers rather than being a reactionary to what is going on right now. I know... Um, We've had stuff with Israel here and Hamas going on. We've had a selection of the next speaker of the house behind closed doors and really just a multitude of craziness going on each and every day for this. And it's really kind of uh, eye-opening. I think that... There is a level of understanding we all need to have and a level of saying, hey, you know, while we're here in the United States and I hope that Israel is able to pull through this and everything else, I, you know, support Israel and the Bible and support the Holy Land there. Um, At the same time, I can't, you know, justify what we're doing here over the United States to get involved at this point, send money over there. It's just, it's just not feasible. We're $33 trillion in debt. We added what another $20 billion to the debt today. Um, it's, it's getting ridiculous at this point. I was talking to my representative, um, office secretary, whatever you want to call him. Um, a person that you can talk to there. I'm glad that they pick up the phone and uh, that they're willing to talk to you and uh, hopefully that they act upon that. But they've been going through and, you know, I was, I was putting out there, I said, we're gaining money. We're spending money so fast. This isn't feasible. Like we cannot help out other countries anymore. This is one, it's not in the constitution, but two, like we just don't have the money. You're spending money faster than what Americans can think of it. It's just incredible here, and nobody seems to have a clue in the House of Representatives or the Senate of how this is going. I mean, they, they did say unlimited debt ceiling until 2025. It's just ridiculous. We are spending so fast, it is crazy. And then you have the Speaker of the House, right? And I thought Jim Jordan would be a better uh, selection than Scalise. And we'll see, right? Scalise is not exactly the strongest personality. He's basically a McCarthy um, uh, person, the way it seems like, the way he's acted lately. So do we get any benefit from that? Um, I guess they're going to have a final vote. It was all closed door, right? All this stuff was not really out in the open and I asked about that to my representative and they're like well this is related to they talk some Israel stuff and security or you know maybe some classified stuff and that well fine but how hard is it then to go back to an open area and start discussing what you're deciding for speaker right it's the the house of representatives it's not the house of closed doors right These people are elected to be a representation of that district. And when they are behind closed doors, how can they be a representation of that closed district with no accountability? Right? That's why there's, we are in a, 
um, constitutional republic, which is representation side of things. It's not a democracy. It's not what everyone else wants to call it. It is much different than what the, when the, what these people want to do. And they there's this problem now where we're all thinking, hey, you know, this is how you do things, right? This is how we keep it away from what the people, so the people don't know what we're talking about. That's not how this works. <laughs> and hopefully that, you know, maybe a lot more people start calling and start going after their representative asking, um, uh, start going, you know, after everything and just start talking to people uh, or to start talking to the representatives about what about being more open and maybe something will start changing but we can't just keep going on like this and um, go down that route you know Nancy Pelosi the speaker of the house is in charge of the uh, security right uh, speaker of the house was in charge of security and when you look at it right there was a security failure on Nancy Pelosi's law. Should they call it January 6th? It was an insurrection. That's the people's house. But, um, yeah, this is uh, this is just something that is going on right now. and Or it's been going on. There's more people charged for January 6th stuff. It's just crazy, right? Instead of taking responsibility for what they did, they're going through and charging people for... What a senator did as well as pull and uh, disrupting the normal, you know, course of business, or a representative did by pulling the fire alarm, right? Oh, but that's not uh, that's not it, right? That that's not, that's not something we pay attention to. It's not about you know actually going through and charging people for all the destruction uh, for Black Lives Matter. No, we're just gonna avoid that. This is just something that we, that we've, may, maybe we've come to accept. But I think that we are on a path to start trying to change it um, and start doing the right thing from this. I know uh, I've been going through and trying to figure out, you know, Speaker of the House, how, you know, is Scalise as a... Um, as a person is he going to be somebody that's going to stand up for something and remember he got shot there but he's also had a couple of incidents where he just doesn't stand up and you know put it to it so it looks like we got another doorstop for the democratic party in there where the democrat party can then stomp all over we need somebody that has the ability to go through and stand up for what they believe in stand up and do the right thing we're not getting that and we'll i'll give everybody a chance i'll give everyone a chance to be able to turn over onto the new leaf i believe god's very powerful and he'd be able to change things over however i do think um that when you don't, you need to be removed as speaker. That's kind of just how I see it now. Um, and because the speaker should just be bringing everything to the floor, right? There's nothing, you know, that extraordinary about a speaker, right? They, they should be going through and saying, hey, 
Let's get this done. Let's get that done. Not playing favorites, right? If somebody wants to bring something up to the floor, let's pull the record on it. Let's have everyone vote and see where they stand on it. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. This is what the representatives should be doing. And, you know, it's kind of funny. By them holding back certain votes and not just put getting everything through on their, you know, docket of business that they should be doing, it makes them, you know, oh, we'll do this next time when we get elected. It's, it's an election strategy instead of just trying to clean this mess up, reducing the amount of laws, streamlining stuff, making government so boring that nobody wants to do it. We're going to go through and try to um, make it more difficult. It's It's one of those things that you just can't imagine how bad this... Uh, <laughs> how bad the Republicans can botch everything. I mean, they do botch things a lot. I don't, you know, maybe somebody can explain to me why the, the Republicans do seem to botch things a quite a bit. Um, they just have to look at things and, uh, and maybe, you know, change, change the direction a little bit. They just have to, you know, realize what's been going on and say, hey, I'm going to make a different step forward. I'm going to be the change that I should have already been. And I think that they would have a great success in doing that. But I haven't seen that yet. Now, you know, we, we do have RFK Jr. here um, going through and running as independent. Now, while I do think that this is going to initially hurt Trump, I think eventually it'll it's going to be interesting, right? Um and it's going to the true eyes are going to be open now. Um it seems like Trump's going to win the Republican side of this. I mean, he's been he's had a speech tonight too, I think. And the nomination here and the Democrats looks like the Democrats put out RFK Jr. And what's interesting is that he's running as independent and putting it off as, hey, I want to run as independent. It almost looks like that, you know, with, you know, where Elon is supporting RFK, I think that he kind of put that out there, his support behind RFK Jr. And how everything's lined up and how the media is all lining up. I think he's going to speak at CPAC too. All this other stuff. It's all like, hmm, how the. Uniparty's trying to really make sure that Trump doesn't stand a chance to get back in. Because, <laughs> you know, RFK was also heard saying, I hurt Trump more than I hurt the Democrats. It's interesting that he does that. Now, when you go through and you look at RFK Jr.'s history, right, he has a nice stance on vaccines. I have to say that that's a very nice stance. And medical freedom, etc. However, I have, you know very big questions about him and his history, right? Supporter of Hillary, supporter of a lot of different stuff through Democrat stuff, a lot of socialist support, you know, getting, you know, having more gun control, etc. So you start looking at this and you're like, huh, why is that? Why are you so in there? And when people bring it up to him and, you know, he, he gets a little um, angry at it having to defend his previous statements all the time. He just uh, is upset that he said other things that now he's got to go against in order to keep up this image. And um, this is this is where uh, I think that he's going to get buried overall eventually. 
um, you know, he RFK Jr. did go through and at some point say um, the NRA was a terror group, right? He did go through and endorse Al Gore, Kerry, Obama, Clinton, Bernie. Um, this is what he did. And he may go through and try to scapegoat around this, but I think that this is what needs to happen um, to kind of show his true colors, right? He is okay with, uh, what was it, abortion to a certain month limit. I mean, I can't remember how many weeks or months it was, but it, to me it was unacceptable, right? And that, <laughs> I think you guys know where I stand on that. And, but, you know, you got to watch out for the children of, you know, pesticides and vaccines and everything else. So when, when does your mind think it's okay? He just not standard on stuff. He wants to take, you know, take guns. He wants to have, you know, socialist um, items shoved down your throat. Climate change. He's a huge, you know, climate change person. Yet everyone's jumping on board uh, over the vaccines. It's it's amazing how easily some people can be pulled the wool over their eyes, and then they'll they'll just go back to following instead of thinking for themselves. Do I agree with everything with Trump? Absolutely not. If you've been listening to this for a while, you know that, and you know I have had issues. But if you want to be able to go after and have major change in vaccines, have people come behind you for all these other items, you better get the economy right. Why do I say that? It's because if people can't take care of themselves through all the inflation and everything else, right? If people don't have the money to go and buy something, to go have food, shelter, clothing, you know, maybe even go out on, on a dinner every once in a while. If people cannot do that, guess what? It will be very hard for them to jump on anything else because all they're looking for, all they're seeing is that they need food and they need this and they need to take care of that and the economy's hard. I don't have a job. I just got laid off. I, you know, the job isn't paying what it needs to pay. If you do have one to cover the inflation, my, you know, my means of living is keeps going down and down and down while, you know, all these corporations and the government officials keep getting richer and richer and richer. It's a, it's a constant battle here. And I think that there is a lot of opportunity that you could really connect with people and really go through and help them out in this. And I, I think, you know, one thing you look at here with everything going on is, you know, the economy, what goes along with that is securing the border, getting a border, getting a country back. I mean, granted, we uh, we went through the Constitution on where how they're supposed to be protecting the border to begin with, but you really need to protect the border and get that right as well, because otherwise you're going to have a huge uh, issue later down the road, um, <laughs> getting you're going to have an issue down the road of 
everything may coming to a hedge, everything having issues and, you know, taking jobs away. Maybe, you, you know, these illegals are going through putting an extra burden on our already stressed debt, right? Why are we paying for stuff as taxpayers for this, right? The only thing we should be paying for as taxpayers is getting them out of the this country and, you know, putting up a wall, right? Protecting those borders. Because we're going to run into an issue here of support of things, support of these illegals, support of our communities that are, look at New York City, that are being overrun with illegals, even though that they're still saying, we're a sanctuary city. You know, you could... You could lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And you can't make them, uh, you can lead a Democrat to the truth, but you can't make them see it. Um, <laughs> um, this is, uh, this is just cra- crazy. So we are hearing, I, I want to go back to the Speaker of the House. The um, Speaker of the House, I guess, won the nomination, but his fight is, uh, might be still an uphill battle to convince Republicans to support his bid for the speaker. Well, I, I was people today were reporting that he is a speaker, so it'll be interesting. And I, I think that you need, I mean, as much as I have my questions about Jim Jordan as well, I think that, that you know, if you look at the Liberty, um, what is it, the Liberty site that rates these guys on their Liberty, I think you got to get somebody up in the 90s for Liberty. I'd rather have that than somebody in the 50s right i think those are critical aspects to this so um yeah this is this is it um this will this will be interesting i i hope that there's a fight i i I really do i i really would like to see um jim jordan get a chance i Personally, I like to see a third party outside of it. I don't care if it's Trump or somebody else. I like to see somebody outside of the current members of Congress become to be speaker just to kind of break it up. Because you don't have to be a member of Congress to be speaker. It could be anybody. But just to break it up, just to kind of see if you could kind of, you know, break this mental barrier people have is it always has to be this way. It doesn't. Always has to be. We can't change anything once we get it passed. It's just the way it is. It's very hard to overturn something. It's very. Come on, put some effort into it. It's you. You fail every single time. You're like, oh, I failed. I gotta give up. Come on, stop it. It shows weakness. I. It drives me up the wall. The weakness that uh, so many people show all the time get over it just get over it and uh move on and show some strength let's go through and let's talk about the big news that has been happening and going through uh, you know israel here and i I do hope that everything can uh, be corrected and god is going to be with them and guiding them and protecting the holy land there um you know, I was reading today the uh, uh, and watching a video of the senior Hamas official and trying to understand something, right? The first thing I want to understand is how did this attack happen? Like, Israel 
has so much intelligence there, U.S., everybody, that of trying to keep that down. Like, how did this not, how did nobody know about this, right? And there's been reports out that Egypt warned Israel three days before um, Hamas attack, a senior U.S. lawmaker said. So three days is not that much to prepare for this. Um, if you if you depend upon hey Egypt's warning three days before there's going to be attack and you're going uh, what's the attack and then you're scrambling for information that may not be much time I you know I don't know what the information was we maybe somebody else will know by the time you listen to this video but one thing Hamas did say is that there was only that they've been planning for over two years and kept the plan completely secret other than five about five senior Hamas commanders that knew the extent of the operation so you're basically going through and you're organizing this for multiple years trying to figure out weak points everything else and then when the commands are done your uh, teams that you have your groups are going out and executing that plan in an instant they don't have they're just carrying out the plan so um, they were trying to lull the Israel to, into a false sense of security by not purposely engaging in mass violence, right? And so they weren't having uprisings. They weren't having soul attacks in the Gaza trying to prepare for this one attack, which is a, you know, that's a real thing, right? The false sense of safety that can take place. Um, this is why the, the, you need a Second Amendment and to be prepared to be able to use those weapons properly i think um they they also said there was there's no safe place in israel we have factories and occupied areas and israel compa compatible of meeting our military needs for rockets mortars bullets etc iran is also supporting our financial and military needs and the Northern Front now has been opened by Hezbollah. So they, and of course Hamas, you know, members that are held by the U.S. and Europe, uh, they want those to be freed. Um, and it doesn't, you know, the U.S. was dumb enough to pay $6 billion to get some prisoners from Iran. And as much as you say, hey, that money has not been touched, the money kind of went into, uh, was it Qatar? And how that funding is, is that the money is there. It looks like it's not being touched, but then on the outskirts, there's other money that's being funded for everything else. So, um, and it's probably, it's basically a good faith gesture saying, hey, this money's here, but you have to do this, blah, 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 blah. That's the way it's kind of going. And uh, that's the way this, um, war kind of is israel has declared war on hamas and it's going down um there we also see f the hamas, former hamas chiefs call for protest and neighbors to join the war against israel so if you're protesting here we saw blm go through and do that too um this is just incredible now you know this is uh this is just uh, really, really saddening to see that something like this happens. Now, I like to listen to prophetic words, and there was um, there was prophetic words on this. So it's not like it's 
unexpected um, completely. It's that this God did see something coming and evil is going to do evil things. It's not like um, it's it's not like you're going through and the evil is going to just be start being good again, right? That doesn't happen as much as we wish it would. It doesn't. So here we are trying to uh, wade through everything that's been happening and going on here in Israel with the one information we have. You know, I did go through and I look at, you know, what is going on. Uh, did look at, you know, why, why was there a failure in intelligence, right? That could be a lot of things, right? Everyone thinks that the intelligence knows everything. Um, in fact, people that say that aren't very intelligent, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, there's a lot of things that can change quite drastically depending upon um, what is going on. So there was that. Then you had uh, our, you know, our representatives and everything now without a speaker. They're like, we need to get a speaker now so that we can send money over to Israel or whatever else. I mean, we can't afford to send money. And I was mentioning this before early in the podcast, right? We can't afford to send money to countries anymore. We just can't. Heck, we can't even afford a lot of our own bills. You know, our debt interest is becoming so large, it's it's going to be unattainable very quickly. So you got to start making the choices now. Otherwise, there's going to be some really hard choices in the future and nobody's going to like those choices so start getting it underneath control now so you don't have to make those hard choices very soon as much as it's not enumerated to go and uh send money all over the place i i did i do think that you could go through and people that want to donate money i don't like the government doing this but Let's say the government were to put, hey, here's a fund. You can donate money into this fund, and it will be sent and used for Israel. Okay, let's do something like that. That's more like if people want to go donate, they have opportunity to, and it's not using people's money that um, we don't have, right? We are, uh, <laughs> you've had inflation on the rise for so long. You've had so many other things that you're crushing people here in the United States financially and you want to go spend more money on Israel, on Ukraine, all on all these other foreign countries that we don't have. We got to stop. And then on top of that, let's go back and once you pay off the debt, then you can have a rainy day fund. Let's say you get a rainy day fund and you have some extra cash. Guess what? As much as I still will say you can't be spending money on everybody else, right? There is a... <laughs> It's it's not to spend on everybody else. It is, you know, um, the United States. You could have that conversation because then you've basically taken care of the United States first. But until then, stop spending our money. As I've said, I still don't think you should. Um, and it's not enumerated, so you can't. But uh, this is just one of those things where it's just extremely, extremely disappointed from uh, everything going on right now and uh this is uh this is just um another situation another conflict that's going on that um 
pay attention to. I And I do think that we need to pay attention to it. Because our border is just wide open. And you never know when it could have happened here. We have to understand how these things happen and be prepared. Make sure your community is good, you know. Make sure, you know, work with your community and stuff. Make sure that you're all good. You understand what's going on. You understand, you know, who are the good actors in it. And if you have bad actors, you know, try to uh, push the bad actors out, right? That's the uh, that's the goal. You don't want to have a um, infiltration in your own community. So you got to protect yourselves. got to be got to be diligent about it and look towards God to help you out through these decisions. So I do thank you guys for listening and supporting the way freedom flies. This is a, it's a fun little podcast. I like to do, I like to talk stuff out and I appreciate you all listening. I'm praying for everyone out there and until next time, God bless. <laughs>